Hello, Justine here and welcome to Aurora Facets Metaphysical Musings. I'm here with Christian, fellow healer and editor, and we'd just like you to imagine sitting here with us having a nice informal chat with a cup of tea. So today we're talking about the difference between ritual and routine and, and what is a ritual? Um, being a healer, um, I obviously embrace rituals on a daily basis. And I think most people, when they hear the word ritual, hopefully they don't think of sacrifice as the first thing that pops into their mind. But I imagine, think that it's something quite long-winded, complicated, that you have to be trained in this and that, or have a lot of knowledge to do it. Whereas really, I, I advocate, a lot of my clients that come to me, part of the way I work is by helping them to have some self-empowerment, by guiding them that when they walk out of the room, what tools are they going to be able to use at home? And part of that is embracing some kind of ritual work. And this can be simple. It doesn't have to be really complicated. So ritual, even from simply lighting a candle, watching the flame for a few seconds, what have you done? A, it's simple, easy, and it's it's an anchor for you to embrace into a practice. But you've also set a mindful space. You set a sacred space, um, in which and a sacred time, in which you are embracing, um, a connection, a connection to something bigger than yourself, and also for yourself. Whereas routine, routine is perhaps without that intent, perhaps more of a shortcut to something. Um, so I would like to pass over to Christian, what his thoughts of routine and ritual are. I think you you summarized it quite quite nicely. Obviously, ritual is to create that that little bubble in the in the space and time to step outside of your daily life of your of your daily of daily strings and cords that, that you have to to constantly pull and be in that other time. And there is where you can make a shift that then will ripple back into the into the daily life it's very difficult to to like if you play piano or so and the strings are completely messed up on the backside and out of tune it's very difficult to tune them back in while you are playing so you need to step out for a moment open the piano have it silent and then you can re um, you can retune or tune the piano again and it's not something like ritual people as you quite often as you said earlier also it's a big thing um, religious or whatsoever it can be to have a cup of coffee in the morning so for example for me it's a cappuccino in the morning and it's really an act how I make it the cup I use and so on and so forth and then sitting there smelling it tasting it and that's part of a ritual a routine is the absence of mind basically if you do all the same things basically you can use the same cup you can use the same routine but all the while you are focusing already on your computer, writing some emails and answering, and not even realizing when you drink the coffee and all of a sudden the cup is empty. So that's not a ritual. And 
quite often things start as a ritual, especially in, in religious or, or um, spiritual areas. They start as a ritual, but with, uh, as, a, as a ritual, but as a daily practice, it becomes then a routine. And I mean, I grew up uh, with Christian faith and Lord's Prayer in Germany. I can pray out loud. And my mind is completely somewhere else and I'm doing other stuff, cooking or so while I'm doing that and so on. So I think it's very important if you have a ritual that you treat it and keep it really focused and yeah, not let it become a routine. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> not to let it come um, like a to-do list, you know, X, Y, Z. And, and also I think the art of being able to enthusiastically commit and enjoy a ritual is to is merely that it doesn't become onerous it doesn't become so complex that you're unable to you know enjoy and invest within it and to start off simple and small so I mean a few examples um, I used the candle lighting the candle um, and just spending a few minutes candle gazing. I mean, that's a very known, uh, well-known meditation technique or lighting incense and watching the smoke move. I mean, I, I sometimes really enjoy that simple activity with music on. And what I really enjoy is seeing how the smoke moves to the music. Um, cloud gazing that's another one. And it, it's like Christian said, you can actually embrace normal daily activities like drinking that first cup of coffee in what we would call a more mindful way, which then becomes, you know, part of your ritual practice. And it doesn't have to be, I'm going to spend one hour in the morning doing a ritual and then it becomes arduous or tiresome or what you know a couple of days you haven't got time for it something throws you out of sync and then you get out of the practice it can just be a few little things throughout the day or it could be just one thing in the day that's easy and simple it's it's all about starting somewhere and and embracing that time and just stopping for that time and and having that intention and it's like any spiritual work I say to everybody I teach a lot of people uh, different rituals with the moon the new moon the full moon and I say you know I might give a recommendation for crystal and it's not just about putting the crystal down next to a candle hey presto it's done it's about slowing down being mindful connecting with that crystal when you light that candle, send that, set that intention to connect with spirit, place it down and take a few moments of appreciation what you have done, why you have done it and set an intention. Those take seconds to do and they're easy to do. Otherwise, it's, it's an empty action. It's just an action with no energetic sort of propulsion behind it. So anything else? You'd like I, to contribute? I think uh, ritual can be also a very powerful tool if it's set with intent, for example, in your daily life. You make it a habit at two o'clock in the afternoon, you go and have a cup of tea and really spend that five minutes. 
Because, I mean, we know from Buddhism, karma, everything has cause and effect. And our day is cause and effect. We get an email, we react. We do a phone call, we react, and so on and so forth and so forth. And you don't have a time to step out of that reactive mode and really try to reorganize the rest of your day. And going into that time-space bubble for five minutes and have, have your cup of tea is basically taking you out of that cause and effect for a moment and then you can set a new direction where you want to go for the rest of the afternoon. So that can, can really help. And if you do it as a spiritual practice and a spiritual ritual, then it's also great if you can do it in a community. I mean, here in the West, we do a lot of our self-rituals at home and so on. But when you look at about religion, they always come together for a ritual and so on. It's to give witness, to share the intention and so on and so forth. So there is a different quality if you can do a ritual in a group. So it's an amazing experience. If you have a chance and there is a group or so near you that do rituals that you are interested in, just join them and see how it is. Yeah, I mean, and then there's very easy rituals to do with even just the season, uh, the new moon, the full moon, what I call the turning of the wheel, which, you know, autumn, winter, summer, spring, it's more in depth than that, but it's also about just showing appreciation for nature um, and what it provides for us. And and I love the analogy, Christian, you've given of the piano. You can't tune the piano while you're, you're playing it. it. It requires stopping and stillness. And like you say, we, we live in a frenetic uh, time vampire where it just disappears before we know it. And it's becoming more conscious of time. And yes, working as a group with ritual is an amazing experience. I'm an advocate of both. I'm a huge advocate of working as a soul practitioner for the individual things you want to interweave into your life and then coming together as a group with the group collective uh, for a bigger scale is, is a beautiful experience. So yes, over and out to you. Thank you, Christian. And hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll see you again in a couple of weeks.